0: Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the SJ Chronicles. Once again, it is 11.15 p.m. And today is Tuesday, the 21st of November, 2017. I hope you had a great day. Um, My day got off to a somewhat hilarious start. Um, I mentioned yesterday that I had a presentation to do in London today. And um, I headed off to the station. I left plenty of time um drove out where i live turned a couple of turnings found myself approaching standstill traffic (laughs) um so usually the journey to the train station from my house takes about seven minutes maybe um and you know it's been a dash that i've done in the past many times often much later than i should but today for once i was in good time um yes yeah, standstill traffic so I tried to go another way again encountered same standstill traffic turned Waze on and Waze told me that um, it was going to take me so long to do this journey that normally takes seven minutes that not only was I going to miss the train I was trying to get but I would also miss the one that was 30 minutes later and that's going to become that was going to become a problem because <laughs> that would have meant that I would have possibly been late for the presentation um, so I ended up having to drive to uh, Regents Park type area in London, which thankfully the journey was actually not too bad. Um, got to the presentation with enough time to spare, and it was all good. Um, I've said this before, actually, but I quite uh, I think those sort of experiences are quite good because, on the face of it, something like this presentation to do to investors and you know your co-founders waiting for you and it's not really the sort of thing that you can easily reschedule and it clearly doesn't look very good if you can't even turn up on time um, you know on the face of it that should be something that's quite stressful but um, as you will know by now that that's not really something a, a paradigm that I engage in and um, you know so I, I always find it quite quite a valuable experience to be able to check yourself during these moments um, you know, because I was driving for maybe 50 minutes or so to get to where I was going and you know, through some, some of the London traffic and all that sort of stuff. Um, so it's good to see what state you're in when you get to the other end, right? <laughs> so yeah, I, I always find this experiences quite valuable as an opportunity to, to observe yourself through the process. Anyway, um, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about today. The first was about decision making. I'd mentioned um, previously about being a trustee for a charity and that I'd had a conversation with, one of the chief vet, with the chief vet that's something that she was hoping to do anyway the number of it is that she sent me um, a couple of very short business case proposals that she had pre-prepared um, to put her ideas forward internally and you know, I kind of had a review of them um, but it did get me thinking about my personal decision making process and wondering, you know, what sort of a decision maker are you? Because you know, my, my personal decision making process is pretty fast. I think I've said this before, but, um, I'm not a massive one for, uh, over analyzing things. And, um, I tend to be sort of two ways. If there's something that's particularly significant and sizable, um, then often what i'll do is i will prepare a document around the pros and cons whatever it might be and sit on that for a few days and you know, add further thoughts and so on but then there are other decisions that i'll make just literally very quickly you know where so i know for a fact that others might deliberate over them and take longer and and all of that and i kind of make the decision and i move on and if it's the wrong decision it's the wrong decision um, I'm not saying it's necessarily the right way to be or the better way to be. Um, you know, let's not label it, but it's just the way I am. And it, for me, it's part of just moving on and moving forward and keeping that momentum going and not being afraid of failures and getting things wrong and so on. And in a business sense, of course, then that's one thing. So, for example, the stuff that the chief vet was explaining in this proposal, I mean, I just, I got, you know, for me, it was a no-brainer. Um, But then, of course, you always have to think about the budget and the time and so forth. So this kind of practical decisions um, need to be made as well. But just in terms of the process of decision making, interested to know what kind of decision maker you are. I will pop back after the interlude and I want to talk a little bit about leadership. So in terms of leadership, the um, thing I wanted to talk about today, well really it was prompted by something that um, Rue or Stacey, I'm not sure whom, uh, shared on Twitter um, and tagged me. Um, and the gist of it essentially was you know, about leadership. But you will find, you know, whenever you, or very often when you see quotes, memes, articles sector about leadership. It often refers to um, the relationship and the engagements between a leader, in air quotes, and um, others. And I'm not going to focus specifically here on the notion of collective leadership, but obviously it applies you know, equally in somewhere like the Ralph. We want everyone to have a leadership role uh, not just one that's labeled by some sort of structure hierarchy but that aside um, it got me to thinking this whole idea about you know can you be a leader without others being around you <laughs> um, it's a bit sort of philosophical maybe but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy the uh, the metaphor or whatever but I, I think there's something about you know what is it? Is it a bird makes a sa- makes a sound in a forest and there's no one around to hear it? Is that a noise? Um, something like that. Um, but you know, essentially, the idea is that if there's no team and there's no other people, then can you be a leader? Because who are you leading? <laughs> um, but anyway, so I mean, th- that was just kind of a sort of philosophical deliberation. But really, the point I wanted to make was about this whole thing that you know. It's, it's most definitely a two-way street and I don't you can't lead without um, or how you lead or your ability to lead or how you perform as a leader or whatever you want to say you know it's got to be intimately related to the other people around you right so I think um it's not just about you the leader but it's also about the people around you that you are attempting to lead who in turn you're hopefully learning from and you know communicating with and engaging with in a way that allows you to to evolve and develop personally but also they're also on their own leadership journey you would hope as well but how those people engage and interact with you and their attitudes and behaviors their values their perspectives their open-mindedness I think all of these things go into how you um, perform and develop and grow as a leader you know, so I think it'd be really interesting to see what happens if you take the same individual and you could sort of have them in parallel um, universes in different teams and see how those individuals perform in different teams. And I suppose one of the aspects of that would be well, what's their ability to adapt, um, you know, to the people around them? And then that takes us into another interesting territory because if you take someone like me, I mean, I'm really clear on a lot of the time on what I think is right and wrong Um, and I'm going to use those terms and um, it's not meant in a derogatory way against anyone else but I tend to have a pretty clear vision and pretty decent clarity um, and most of the time what I think about a situation comes to me very very quickly and it's sort of intuitive and instinctive and a bit like we were talking I was talking yesterday about you know the culture and I'm not someone that's going to compromise on the things that I think are right um, because I'm just at a stage in my life where that's just a step too far. Um, so, you know, in terms of myself as a leader, then those, that will always be that way. And then you have to say, okay, but within that lens and within that paradigm, um, what room is there for adaptation and, um, you know, sculpting what you, how you lead to those around you, and for sure there needs to be um, some scope for that but I, I sort of almost feel like in many ways the best thing to do is to be yourself be authentic be true be genuine be consistent and you know show lead by example um, and allow the chips to fall where they may in terms of people following you or not following you agreeing with you or learning from you etc um, because if you spend all your time trying to be some way for some other people or someone else that I don't think is going to work so that's not really what I'm about um anyway I will catch you again tomorrow so take chances be compassionate bye